Welcome to the PowerShell News Podcast with your host, Hajit Dalawal. And the co-host, Mick Pletcher. Yay! <laughs> How you, how's it going, Mick? Doing great. How about you, Harjit? Oh, man. Busy, busy, busy. Life oh, is so busy. Here. Yeah. So I think, you know, we probably um, want to just talk to our our listeners. You know, um, you know, we've had a long gap between our last episode and and this one. Um, obviously, this is our our kickoff for 2022. And uh, hopefully we'll have a nice cadence uh, that will have, um, you know, many episodes to come. Um, share some great things about PowerShell and, and security related stuff. But I think lots lots of things have happened since you know we last left off uh, where we left off. You know, one, I'll, I'll start here, and you know, I got a a new job and uh, I'm loving it. I'm I'm now working at Microsoft as a as a customer engineer in a modern workplace. You know, doing all the Microsoft 365 things such as Intune, Config Manager, Autopilot, right, all those kind of stuff. So it's been exciting. Part of it is that, you know, I had my onboarding process, you know, that that takes some time to go through. And then <clears throat> you're learning your role, you're learning the ways of life, uh, working at Microsoft and customers and stuff like that. So um, and then we had COVID, right? I mean, COVID is a, definitely a big um, cause of uh, some of the gap that we had. And here we are. And then, and then, you know, you can tell your story. Part of mine, starting back in February of last year, my wife and I signed a contract for, to build a brand new home. We were already in the process of building a complete entertainment room in our current home at the time. And so we got pushed into having to do all the construction within about four months to finish that room up to sell that house to get this new house. So that pretty much left no time for me to do anything other than construction work when I got home every evening. Then after that, of course, I know a lot of our listeners likely know from my tweets and Facebook posts that I also built a uh, second home at uh, Land Between the Lakes. So we moved there, and uh, now I'm about 100 miles from the office here, and I have to come in every day. So there's a four-hour commute time every day um, oh until mid-March. Are you so that's serious? Been, yes. So it's an hour into Clarksville, Tennessee, and then an hour from Clarksville into Nashville. So it's a very long commute. I get up at 520 every morning, and I get home about 645. You leave at 520 in the morning? Well, I get up out of bed at 520, and I walk out the door at 530. Holy cow. That's quick. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I take a really quick shower, and I'm out the door. So it's, it's, it's a very long day for me. Yeah, with your long commute and stuff like that. And yeah, that has you know, put a lot of challenge have, in terms of coordinating, you know, when we can get together and, you know, yep. my busy schedule with, you know, working with customers or other things like that. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll try. We'll try to do our best, try to produce some of the, the podcasts and get it back up and running again. All right. So let's uh, let's kick this off. Well, what do we want to talk about? Okay. One of the things I thought we might start off uh, with a light note here, there's been a big thing out here on the internet about PS Wordle. And uh, it's actually the Wordle game. And one of the PowerShell admins, uh, Bradley Wyatt, apparently rewrote Wordle using PowerShell. Yes. 
Yes, I saw that too. So Woodall, if anybody doesn't know, I'm I'm sure you do, but you see people posting these little square boxes, the green boxes and yellow boxes on social media, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, right? It's a new craze right now where you have six attempts to guess the word of the day. So there's some algorithms that are that are taking place behind the scenes and and I know there's the people out there have already reverse engineered it and they can see all the words that are that are coming up in the near future and stuff like that. It's pretty crazy. But Bradley, what he did is uh, he actually created his own version of it uh, using PowerShell, which is pretty cool. Definitely. Well, yeah. you know, while I was looking for some other interesting news, uh, I found out uh, I found one piece that I thought might be really interesting for a more beginner class of people in PowerShell, and that is on Tech Target. It's called When to Use the Windows PowerShell a question that comes up quite often, especially with people that, you know, aren't so familiar with PowerShell and, you know, they aren't so comfortable and then they they, they just don't know when to use what. Right, right. So so you, you cut off a little bit there, but uh, basically you're talking about the tech target uh, uh, post on uh, when to use Windows command prompt versus PowerShell, right? Um, Correct. Yeah. So do we have any tips about it or any anything that 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 sticks out from that particular post that we want to well we wanna i mention? mean really you know i use powershell obviously a lot but frankly i've gotten to the point now especially for install scripts i don't use powershell so much anymore for install scripts i use uh batch files and okay. um run those straight from there unless obviously there's you know, uh, a whole huge list of tasks that have to be done Obviously, I go back to PowerShell then, but for simple installs, uh, I've gone back to that, and that's yeah. one example. Right, right. And also, you know, you know, I think we've done a show on this before. Uh, something that I, you know, I share with people is about uh, the terminal window that you can get from the, the the store, the Microsoft Store, right? That's pretty cool, actually, where you can run multiple tabs and do have multiple PowerShell sessions or command prompt sessions and stuff like that all in this one uh, one tool i don't know whether you've been using that or not but you know there's been a problem with it that and here's why i haven't used it i have it installed on my system but i have no way to run it as another user oh right right okay and that for security sense. reasons, I always log in as my standard account. I don't dare log in unless absolutely necessary with my domain admin account. So, you know, usually when I need domain access, I'll just, you know, shift, right click, and then run as. That's okay. not available with, with the terminal window. Okay. That's interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely need to address that. Yeah. 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 Probably there's some feedback already on that. I'm sure. Um, and then uh, let's uh, dive into some uh, security things uh, with PowerShell. So the reason Log4j attacks that were happening, right? I mean, it was pretty significant and, uh, you know, a sec- security uh, situation. So you you were, uh, you had shared that, uh, that PowerShell was being used uh, as a backdoor for this uh, security? Uh, Absolutely. Re- Okay. Well, not so much as a backdoor to get in, but uh, once they actually get into your network, then they're using PowerShell to deploy using the 
task. And I'm going to tell you, here's one thing that you can watch with PowerShell. It's easy to gotten into your domain and they're using PowerShell in a malicious way. What they do is, is they use base 64 code in PowerShell, uh, meaning that it's all uh, base 64, the whole line. It's a one liner that they put in. But if you uh, decrypt it, it's going to likely be multiple lines of code. And it's they're always going to use the uh, dash encoding parameter in the okay. uh, PowerShell command line. If you see that happening in logs, then you better check your domain because you may be hacked. Oh, interesting. Okay. And, you know, um, uh, so speaking of PowerShell in terms of, uh, you know, bad um, you know, actors using PowerShell for, for you know, to try to attack and stuff like that and compromise your, your organization – um, there's an old blog post from uh, the PowerShell team. It's called Defending Against PowerShell Attacks. I think it was written in 2017, but then it was updated in 2020, I guess. Um, and it kind of like covers or talks about, you know, what, what, what their recommendations are, right? Like, for example, deploying PowerShell 5.1 and, and newer enabling and collecting PowerShell logs, uh, using just enough uh, administration, uh, which is pretty important, I, I think, and so on and so forth. Is there anything else you want to uh, try to highlight in that one? I mean, you know, really the, the biggest defense I found with PowerShell, malicious use of PowerShell, is monitoring the logs. I mean, that, that it comes to all down to all that. You know, make sure that PowerShell uh, use is uh, logged, and you can easily Google that out there and find how to enable that via uh, group policies. And then uh, you can have actually scripts monitoring that. Yeah, that's very helpful. That's definitely helpful, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to be coming out, just to let everybody know, I am going to be coming out. I'm writing a whole uh, slew of security tools using PowerShell, and I will be publishing those in the next few months because uh, that's another thing that I'm, I meant to mention here is, is that I am now not just solely deployment. I'm actually working partially in security now. Oh, yes, you are. Yes. And you're pretty good at it, too. So um, especially you do a ton of that stuff with PowerShell, which is like amazing. So, yeah, anything, anything you can share with, you know, blog posts and videos. So whatever that would definitely helpful would be helpful for that so all right so um what else we got maybe we can uh, we can talk about one other thing um is there something else you want to bring up yes actually there is going to be the powershell uh devops global summit in uh this coming april between the april 25th and 29th in seattle yes yes and i think those registrations will be Coming up very shortly in the next few days, I guess. Um, it'll be an in-person um, conference. There are a lot of like great speakers have been selected. Uh, a lot of great sessions. PowerShell Summit is always, uh, you know, uh, pretty popular actually among IT professionals and stuff. But so yeah, it is going to be in-person. It's going to be in Bellevue. You know, I've been monitoring some chatter and stuff like that about this conference. Just keep in mind that. There are requirements. Uh, we're not going to get into the politics and the whys and the whatever, but just want to put it out there that there are some requirements uh, to show proof of vaccinations to attend the conference. Not because the conference organizers are demanding it, it's because the city of Bellevue has a mandate for it. 
and subsequently every uh, facility, for example, the hotel where it's going to be held has a requirement for it. So uh, before we start throwing stones and and you know uh, putting blame on 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 the uh, you know on the organization, you know just remember where this is coming from. But if you cannot meet those things, then you know you make your choice uh, to attend or not to attend. Makes sense. Well, that's right. good information to know. Yeah, and uh, the and, and 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 all that information is right there on their website on a you know powershell.org website. Uh, tells you exactly you know um, and um, uh, it's right straight in your face, uh, so you can't miss it and can't say you didn't see it. On another note, I'd like to uh, put a plug in for the MMS conference, the Midwest Management Summit, which is um, you know something I'm also involved with and uh, really proud of. It's uh, very, it's focused on Intune, Config Manager, basically device management, modern management, you know, that's that's side of things. Um, there's going to be in Minneapolis in, um, in May, the first week of May. Uh, that is also going to be in person. I did attend the last one back in October. It was held in Miami and it was uh, phenomenal. Um, I mean, uh, great speakers, fun attendees, lots of, you know, very technical uh, content. And, uh, and it was great to see a lot of people. Awesome. So with that said, and I, you I think that pretty much wraps bit, our uh, episode up here. Exactly, exactly. And and with you having some uh, some uh, connection issues, uh, uh, you know, we'll wrap this up. And uh, you know, thank you for uh, being patient with us. And hopefully, we'll uh, we'll get uh, the next episode to you uh, sooner than uh, sooner than later. So until next time, you know where to find me. I'm on Twitter at Hooch, H-O-O-R-G-E. And I'm Mick Pletcher at uh, Mick underscore Pletcher on Twitter. All right. Cheers, everybody. Thank you. Cheers.